Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about knowing yourself. And when you know yourself, you open up limitless freedom and abundance and your innate abilities come online and you understand your soul's purpose and all that stuff. It's really an interesting and fascinating idea of knowing yourself because we all say, well, just be yourself. But what does that mean? And in this episode, Joshua explains exactly what that means and how to do it and what we're here to do and all this stuff. And all the questions are relating to this idea, too. It's fascinating how they all weave together to you know, bring out the point of what Josh was talking about in the, in the beginning of this. So I think you'll really enjoy this one. It was really powerful, too. I really, at the end of it, I was like, wow, that was, that was deeper than we've ever gone before. So let me know what you think in comments and stuff like that. That'd be great. And uh, if you're not subscribed to this or following this podcast, please do that and share it with your friends and leave reviews. All that stuff would be really helpful for us. Um, we have a course at the website. It's called, uh, it's the seven-day course. You'll see it there on the homepage. And check that out. There's a coupon code for that, which is 50OFF, which will give you $50 off. It's normally, I think, $79, so it'd be $29. It's a great way to get started, and the manifestation event forms there, so you can start to play with that. Also, there's free meditations on the website, and we just released the audiobook of A Perception of Reality. So if you haven't read that book, that's really where it all started. It was written in 2013, and it really outlines the whole foundation of Joshua's teachings. So take a look at that, and it's great in the audiobook. Jackie Seiden had done the narration for it, and it's brilliant. So that's there as well. And if you have anything you'd like to talk to me about, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and we'll get together, or you can ask a question or whatever you'd like to do. And if you'd like to book a private one-on-one session with me, that's also found at the website, theteachingsofjoshua.com. So without any further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. We'd like to remind you that you set up this entire reality, that you are the creator of this reality. Every detail of this reality is a formation of a set of molecules and dimensions and beliefs and strategies and coincidences, which don't ever exist, and synchronicities, which are not as prevalent in your reality as you perceive them to be, but they are always happening all the time. Everything's working together for the creation of a reality that is a reflection of you, and so that entire reality is you. So the entire reality that you formed coming in here, the moment you were born, you birthed this reality. This reality was always you, and it was you in terms of your relationship to everything in it, because without everything in your reality, if there was just a blank void, there'd be no way for you to relate to it to understand more about who you are. And so this reality is formed so that you can go on this journey of self-discovery. You can explore it. You can dive into it. You can disconnect yourself from it. You can detach yourself. You can create your limitations. You can create your self-imposed belief systems, your mental construct. You can create all these relationships to everything in your reality. And as a reflection of that, you feel something. This feeling then is how you understand yourself more while you're living a physical life. And You might be caught up in some drama and some things that are irritating and some problems and some issues and some lack and limitation and some frustrations, but this is the conflict between your pre-birth intentions and what you're allowing yourself to come in because through the formation of this life, you adopted limiting beliefs and you believe those things are true. The limiting beliefs are never true. In fact, none of your beliefs are really true. They're just ways you relate to your reality. And so if you opened up your limiting beliefs and you opened up your empowering beliefs and you opened up your mental construct and you allowed everything to shift and change based in a new perspective of yourself as the creator of your reality, well, then you would have new relationships to everything in your reality. And you would understand that you can express love to everything in your reality. And you can see everything from a higher perspective. And so what we come to do is to teach you to open up this ability to choose your perspective because your choice of perspective is your freedom. If you can see someone who is perceiving that things are happening to them, well, they're choosing a limited perspective. And that's based on their perception of themselves as a victim and their reality forms around that perception of themselves. And so things happen to shake them up so that they can understand or have their limiting beliefs illuminated and do the work to process those limiting beliefs and to see things from another perspective. If they choose, will they choose? That's up to them. Maybe not in this life, but maybe the next life. What they're choosing to explore now is highly beneficial and you cannot know what they're choosing to explore. 
But you can know what you're choosing to explore when you ask the question, what am I here to explore? Because when you ask any question, the answer must be given to you. When you ask anything, it must be given. And what you're doing here is exploring. And so you're asking questions and answers are coming, but can you see those answers? Well, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't because you still have this mental construct, this idea about who you are in your reality. And so you tend to view everything through the lens of that mental construct. You tend to see everything as good or bad because this is the approach to life that you adopted early on. This idea of duality, things are good, things are bad, things are right, things are wrong. And so you categorize and create hierarchies for everything. This is better than that, that's worse than that, this is more of an attachment than that is, I can feel easier about that than I can of this thing over here because I really care about this thing and this thing needs to be here. But all of that is based in a faulty perception of reality. It's based on the perception of reality that you live in victimhood where outside conditions can make you feel something. The absolute opposite of that is true. The outside conditions are simply a reflection of how you're already feeling, of what you're already thinking, of what you're already believing. That's all that's happening out there. Something happens and you feel an emotion. That emotion is an indication of how you're perceiving yourself within regard or within relation to that thing, that event or that set of circumstances that is happening in your reality, that relationship that you're having into it. This is how you know yourself. So if you're feeling what you call negative emotion, well, you're relating to that subject in a limited way, from a limited perspective, believing that you're the victim to that thing that's happening to you. And this is why these things have to happen, because eventually you'll come to the understanding that you are the creator of your reality. When that happens, you will realize that nothing outside of you is separate from you. It is all you. And how you relate to it can be in fear or love or anywhere between. Now, as you see yourself as the creator of your reality, then you naturally will look at everything from a higher perspective because you will know that you, or at least believe, that you created this relationship to this construct, mental or physical or whatever it is, for this understanding of who you are. That's the only reason it exists. So if something comes into your reality, it's there to show you something about yourself for the purposes of answering a question that you've asked. This is what physical reality is. This is how the whole system was designed. Everything in your reality, where you thought you just landed in the middle of it and was always here and it always existed before, is actually being created by you in each and every moment. It is actually formed by the power of your vibration. The system, the universe, is responding to that vibration and it is being created automatically without you doing anything. So if you were to say right now, bring up a thought, let's imagine you're thinking of a volcano, that volcano appears instantly in your thoughts and that volcano is unique to you and you created that volcano. It's not a snapshot that you're recalling of something you saw once before in a picture book. This is a unique volcano that you've created in your mind. And what you've done is you've, without even thinking about it, altered your vibration so that you can attract that thought of a volcano because you've asked for it. Think of a volcano. I want to see a volcano. The volcano comes. Think of a bumblebee. I want to see a bumblebee. The bumblebee comes. Think of a butterfly. I want to see a butterfly. The butterfly comes. Change the color of a butterfly. I want to change the color of a butterfly. The butterfly comes. It's easy in the thought process. So what's happening in physical reality? Well, with enough focus, those thoughts become things and events and manifestations and relations and all these things. Now, why do they come? To serve your ego? To serve your lack of something? No. They come because you've held your attention of focus on those things long enough to bring them forth into reality. The manifestations themselves mean nothing. How you relate to that manifestation is all the meaning of it. And that the emotion that you feel or the feeling that comes as you interact with this manifestation is your creation. Because that feeling can never happen again by anyone else in history or in the future. 
you're unique. So every feeling you have in response to everything in reality is unique as well. So imagine you live this life of 80 years long, and you every day are birthing a desire, generally based in lack, somehow manifesting that desire, and then having a relationship with that manifestation of it. Oh, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, I don't even know why it's here. Disappointment. That feeling of disappointment upon the creation of some manifestation that you've brought forth from your thoughts into reality is what your creation is. That's the creation. Not the physical thing, but the feeling about it, the relationship to it. That's what you're creating all the time. Knowing this going forward, you can choose your manifestation events based in how you would like to feel. That's deliberate creation. Oh, I would like to feel excited. I would like to feel calm. I would like to feel secure. I would like to feel in control. I would like to feel happy. I would like to feel wealthy or successful or prosperous. I would like to feel loved. You see, some of those desires are based in the lack of. So when you become a more deliberate creator, you won't think about the things you lack because you will realize as the creator, you lack nothing. Everything is within your power. You will focus on the things that are interesting, exciting, the things you're passionate about, the things that you would like to experience, not for the lack of them, but for the sheer joy of them, the experience of them, the something new. Now, when those things come forward, the things that are perfectly aligned with who you truly are, they will give you new feelings new sensations, new emotions, things you haven't really felt before at the same level. They will be interesting and enjoyable and fascinating to you. And this is what you're here to do when you create in love. Now, all of it is a creation and all of it is fine and all of it works out and all of it is part of this evolutionary journey of self-discovery. But most humans, as you know, have been creating out of fear. And so they lack something, something wrong is happening, they wanted some solution, and from that fear consciousness, they bring up solutions and new manifestations that are based in fear. That generally keeps the fear going and keeps them in the illusion. But once in a while, someone will actually innovate or actually invent something, invent something brand new. Now this new innovation, this new invention, is exponentially more powerful. It has exponentially more value within the context of the society. That innovation then could be used for good or bad, depending on who wants to use it or who wants to play with it. It doesn't matter because it is essentially meaningless, but it is always leading from fear to love in some way. So the masses are moving from fear to love and many, many, many people are on this fence between being asleep and awake. So it's the fence of awakening. And then there are a few of you who are on the other side of this awakening, just at the beginning of this awakening journey, discovering that there's more going on in physical reality, that you're more than who you think you are, that everyone else is more, that the, that the basis of physical reality is equality, harmony, balance, love, and that every consciousness within the entire system is playing its part all together, all unified, all mixing and sorting and surfing and playing with the different possibilities, and it's all adding to the tapestry of all that is. The tapestry of all that is, of humanity, is mostly based in fear. This is an environment where the grand illusion is that you are the victim to outside forces beyond your control. The reality of this reality is that you've always been the creator, that this is what you are creating, this experience of coming out of fear and into love, out of the illusion, into the truth, by asking the question. And the universe is set up to ask these questions. So if you would like to ask a question that will lead you on a journey towards an answer that is satisfying to you, you can simply ask the universe, ask your inner self, ask source itself. The mere asking of the question is very powerful. Now you've been asking questions all along. You asked questions prior to your birth and this is how you manifested yourself into physical reality. You've been asking questions in childhood and this is how your life, your trajectory has traversed through the years to where you are now. You're asking questions now without even knowing it. And those answers are 
coming forth through the path of least resistance. Gary happens to be a path of least resistance for those of you who are asking certain questions. This is why you're here now. These questions then, which you ask, are coming through other areas. Gary is one area. Your mate might, might be another area. Your children, your society, your awareness of billboards or TV shows or podcasts or whatever, books. All these answers are coming through you from what you perceive to be outside of you. But nothing is outside of you. It is all you, you see. You couldn't find that book unless that book came into your reality so that you could have a relationship with that book and discover something more about yourself. Answer some unanswered question that you have. But all of this is available within. You don't need anything outside of you. All of the wisdom is available within. You can ask a question. Maybe you want to write it down, write down the answer. Maybe you can just receive the thought. And maybe you can hear the thought or somehow perceive that answer to your question. Because in essence, since you are the creator, nothing that's coming to you is ever really outside of you, even though it seems like it is. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. I have something to share. Rashna. Um, when I asked about tomato plants, where I was you know, nourishing the plants and everything, and they were not behaving, and barely giving me any tomato plants. And then this um, something silly, strange happened. Two weeks ago, I noticed a tomato plant is growing in my front yard out of the blue. I don't know how this happened. It's so funny because like, it's just all gravel here. There's, it doesn't get a water here. I didn't plant any seed here. And yet there's this beautiful tomato plant that's giving tomatoes. and. It's tickling my funny bone. I'm like, how, how did how did that happen? As we were just talking about, you're the creator of your reality. Now, you might say, if I take a tomato plant and I buy it at the store and the sprouts already started and I bring it home from the store and I put it in the ground, then I created this tomato plant. But the tomato plant was created in the thought process. Just the thought. Wouldn't it be nice to have a tomato plant? And so the inspiration came to you to go to the store and pick out a plant and buy the plant and bring it home and dig up a place in your yard and put the plant in there and water it and feed it. And then it will grow into a plant because this conforms to your belief system. But you could just have the thought because in the non-physical, you have the thought and it manifested instantly. But that doesn't seem to work that way in physical reality, does it? Well, not yet, not yet. In the future, when humanity has moved towards becoming who they truly are, each individual as a collective, realizing they are all one, all attached to the reality, then thoughts will become things much more quickly. But if you live in fear, you don't want the thought to become a thing quickly because you would manifest much of what you fear instantly. At this time in the vibration of the planet, there's this lag of creation. You come up with a thought, and then somehow it has to be manifested based in your set of beliefs. Because imagine if you came up with the thought of a garden of tomato plants, and then tomato plants just popping up everywhere. They pop up in the backyard, they pop up in the front yard, they pop up in your living room, they pop up in your bathroom. They'd be all over on the roof, everywhere else. You'd be not within exactly what you had wanted. Because at this stage, your belief system is such that you cannot refine enough the thought process with enough focus to create exactly what you want deliberately. That would be deliberate creation. Deliberate creation cannot exist where there is fear. Why not? Because if you could manifest what you think you want instantly, and so could everyone else, you would quickly create an environment where you manifest almost everything out of your reality because you're still in duality. And so there's hierarchies. So let's imagine that you could manifest a tomato plant in your backyard and you knew you had this power to manifest anything instantly. So you'd manifest a tomato plant and it would be fine. And then you say, well, you know, those aren't exactly the right size. And so you'd manifest another plant and it might be a little bit better. 
and then you'd manifest another one. It might be a little bit better. Or then you'd manifest two, and you'd pick one over the other. So then you'd have to get rid of the one that wasn't as good as the other one. And then you'd manifest another one. And so then you'd have to get rid of the one that's not as good. So these hierarchies, which are based in fear, you would be spending all your time going through endless options, manifesting what you think would be the perfect one. But since perfection is inherent in the system, you could never do that because you are choosing something as better or worse than something else, and that's duality. Duality then infers imperfection. This is good, that's bad. Therefore, this is better than that. Well, because you believe something is better than something else, that better than idea can never stop. Something much, must be even better, or even better, or even better. And if something could be even better, then that denies the possibility of perfection. Because why could anything be perfect if there's always something better? And so this is a fine part of this reality, that you live in duality, and you're striving for better and striving for better, and this is the result of which is the wonderful, extravagant, luxurious, abundant, and free life that you live now. But you want better. Fine. You'll get inspiration, and you'll get to make something better. And maybe if you can't do it, someone else will do it. And there'll be improvements and improvements and improvements and improvements. But what happens when you're always seeking this improvement, you're denying the perfection that exists in the moment. Actually, everything is perfect now. Actually, nothing needs to be improved. Now, in that state of neutrality, you don't need to improve anything because you accept what is now as perfect. You accept yourself, you accept all others, you accept your conditions as perfect. However, you've always been asking a question. Maybe the question is, what is love? And then you receive inspiration. And that inspiration will lead you to the answer to this question. But if you have this conditioning that says, this is better than that, that's better than that, that's bad, I don't want to do that, I don't want to experience that, that's good, people won't accept me if I experience that, they won't, they'll think I'm weird if I want to do that thing that I'm inspired to do. So you are always stopping yourself from acting on inspiration because you have this false perception of yourself within your reality. This false perception. Now, you simply wanted tomatoes. And so tomatoes came. All the tomatoes that came are perfect, in the perfect place at the perfect time. How does this tomato plant get here all by itself when I spend time shopping and bringing home and digging up the dirt and planting tomatoes in the backyard? To show you that it's not all you that's doing everything, you see? You didn't build that house behind you. You didn't erect that fence. You didn't plant those trees 100 years ago, but you did create it. You created it without you even knowing what you were doing. It was all created. Now, it wasn't created by your actual handiwork. It was created because you had this desire to go on this journey of self-discovery, to answer questions, to receive the answers to questions, and all this stuff sprung up for you. So if you think about source before the entire universe started, the question is, who am I? And the next question is, what is the source of that question or that thought? And then bang, the entire universe was created. Did source handpick every little aspect of it, every, put every little planet over here and every little rock over here and every little sun over there? Or did the system that's designed to answer that question form so the question can be answered? Or is it all one anyway? And so your perception of yourself is, I came into this reality, these parents gave birth to me, they chose to have me or it happened by accident, I happened to have this, these siblings, I happened to have these relatives, we happened to be born in this place, we happened to move to the other place, I happened to be interested in these subjects, I happened to be intelligent, I happened to be male or female, I happened to be this size, shape of body. All this just happened by accident. And so I am dealing with the cards that I was dealt. I wish that I would have a better hand, a better deck of cards to play with. 
I wish that the conditions were different. I wish my parents were different. I wish I was born in a different time, different place. I wish I had a different body. I wish I had all these different things because your perception of yourself is, I am not the creator of my reality. Now that is a wonderful perception to have because it allows you to explore what love is not, who you are not, how the reality is not, and then come to a conclusion. There's gotta be something else. Come to a new question. What is really going on here? Who am I really? How does this whole thing work? And how do I discover who I am? And then all of a sudden, a podcast shows up, a video shows up, a book shows up, a friend shows up, tells you about this, tells you about that. All of a sudden, these new people show up. All of a sudden, these new answers come. All of a sudden, this new inspiration comes. All of a sudden, these new desires come. All of a sudden, you start getting on track on your inspired path to more discovery of the questions that you asked prior to your birth. Now, you may not answer those questions in life. Many people do not realize that the answers have come to them. But when they return to the non-physical, they get the full benefit of the experience of physical reality and all the creations, all the emotions, all the feelings, all the different ways of perceiving things, all of that comes to fruition in the non-physical, and that is expansion. Your soul enters this reality at one place, you have all your experiences, and your soul returns, or your inner self returns to the non-physical, and gets the benefit of everything. But you are always the creator. And you can create by effort and struggle, or you can create by focus of thought, but just pay attention to what you're creating. Are you creating what you think you want? Are you focused on what you think you want, which is generally based in lack? Or are you focused on what you truly want? So, so one question I have is like, um, when this tomato plant came up, I wasn't thinking anything about gardening, um, planting tomatoes, because I was like, I'll oh, forget it. I'll just go to the grocery store for the rest of my life and buy tomatoes. So if I'm not thinking of planting tomatoes, why would it come up? Because now I'm quite satisfied or I'm at ease with just going to the grocery store and even I'm even fine with canned tomatoes. Your answer was in your statement. I was at ease. I gave up resistance. I didn't have to grow up myself. I accepted the fact that I could go to the grocery store. I was at ease. As soon as you dropped it, the tomato plant came forth. Wonderful question. Who's next? Hey, Joshua. Jackie. You know what I'm going to ask, and I think you sh can keep going on this. So the question is, if it's good enough for source, it's good enough for all of us. Who am I? Who are you as Jackie? Sure. Who are you truly? Who am I truly? You are a magnificent, limitless, eternal, being of pure positive love and acceptance, who has come forth to answer a question. The question, who am I, is part of that. But you are such a evolved being of love, who has done this many times before, that you really have come forth with this question, how do I serve? Once you understand who you are, then this is the next question to ask. How do I serve? I have gone through this life so many times, these lives. I have experienced so much. I have expanded through each life. From the non-physical, I saw it all as perfection. I understand it as perfection. I no longer need any of the experiences of fear that I had early on. I am a older soul who is come through to realize who I truly am in this lifetime. But that's not enough. Once I realize who I am, I want to serve those on their journey of awakening as well. I want to feel that. That is this expanded understanding of who I am within physical reality. It's the understanding of who I am in the non-physical. I understand fully who I am in the non-physical. And I want to understand who I am in the physical, while physical, as I understand myself in the non-physical. I want to 
experience freedom as I experience freedom in the non-physical. I want to experience abundance as I experience abundance in the non-physical. I want to express love as I express love in the non-physical. And I want to use these experiences and this wisdom and this understanding and this legacy of expansion to serve all that is, all others, humanity itself. I want to move through the fear of this service to others. I want to move away from what I think I lack and what society thinks is good and bad and what people think about me. I want to understand my innate talents and attributes, not my physical talents and attributes, which of course served me on this journey, but those were only there to lead me to this understanding of myself and the service that I can offer. I realize now that all those physical talents and attributes, all of that ability to create friendships and to inspire others that you've always had, the love of music, all of these things, your voice, your looks, your body, all of these things, your interests and passions, have led you to this moment or this period of time of awakening. And now, as you are well aware, with you and others, your innate empathetic or empathic abilities are coming online. Not to serve yourself. You don't need it to serve you. It's not here to make you seem important or famous or any of these things. It's here in service. But there's great fear in service. There's great fear. What will other people think? What will people think who are in fear? What will they want me to do? What will they expect of me? What will they think I'm trying to do here? Will they even understand what's going on here? And all we say is, when you focus on this fact of plain service, it won't really matter. When you have a limiting belief, something manifestation will pop up to show you that limiting belief, or even a resistant thought will come up. And you can process the limiting beliefs as you go. There's no rush. There's nothing you have to do. But who you are is a worldwide teacher, leader, and challenger of old, outdated beliefs. You are not going to idly sit by while others keep investigating fear when they're ready to awaken. So there are the newer souls who are here and they're playing around with this physical reality is so dense and so dark and so different than the non-physical that they're experiencing things that are not possible to experience the non-physical, and they're off on their own. They're off on their own. They're not, they're not a bother to anyone. They're just living in, in darkness themselves. Others who have had many experiences of lives are coming to this point of asking the question, what is there? What more is there? Who am I? What's going on here? How is this system working? And those will be the ones who come, who will be interested. And there are multitudes of them coming, magnitudes more than just 20 or 30 years ago. It is now time. And you have the ability to be in the spotlight, to bring forth so many who are ready because they will so resonate with everything about you. They will know you. They will know you by what you look like. They will know you by your voice. They will know you by your laugh. They will know you by who your friends are. They will recognize you. They won't know exactly why they recognize you. So let's imagine that in the non-physical, you are this powerful being and all the others, we have to try and describe this in a way that you, you as a human can understand. But imagine that you're this powerful, impressive, but not in a egotistical sense, impressive like the Grand Canyon, impressive like the sun, this force in the non-physical. And you inspire the others to come here and have this journey of self-discovery. And you say, I will not let you go along, go alone in this. I will be there for you, for all of you. And so they are inspired to go on this journey, this very interesting journey in physical reality that is so different than non-physical because they know the expansion that they receive in physical reality is so beneficial when they return to the non-physical. So for them, it's like 
a day in a life. A whole life to them is like a day. So they'll come in and they'll have that day and it'll be over like that and they'll get the benefit of it. But you said, well, it's going to be a challenging day. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on here and you really want answers to those questions. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a piece of me in you and you're going to put a piece of you in me and we will be attracted in this reality. And as long as I am as magnificent in physical reality, you'll find me. But if I play it small, you won't be able to find me. If I play it safe, if I just stay in my comfort zone. And so if you notice that you've been given so much comfort, you could easily hide out. You could easily play it safe. You could easily enjoy the fruits of all the manifestational power that you have to create this amazing life. But don't you see it there? Isn't it interesting that you could so easily just enjoy the rest of your life without having to put yourself out there in a place that's uncomfortable? Now, the only way you can do that is to come out of this duality yourself. How does this magnificent being get fooled into duality? That person's wrong. That person's right. That idea is wrong. That idea is right. That's how it should be. That's how it should not be. How do you get out of that and then get into neutrality and say, I am the creator of all this. Look what I have created. Now it's not just for me. It's for all those that I promised that I would be here for. So in order to fulfill my promise, which I do not have to do, but because I'm a magnificent being that's so pure and so powerful, I gave a little bit of myself to everyone else. And they're going to find me when I become my magnificence. And that's what awaits you. So from your perspective now, that might be scary. As this human Jackie who is just now discovering who you are, that seems just ridiculous, just over the top. I can't, who am I? And we say, you don't have to worry about any of that. Because if you just work on this neutrality idea, if you just rethink what you think is wrong or bad, if you just process your limiting beliefs when they come up, if you always see yourself as this magnificent being of love that you are, here for service of those who are ready and only receive and act on that inspiration without worrying about what people are going to think about you, everything will take care of itself. When you start living in that life, you will say, oh my God. God, this is so satisfying. This is so fun. This is so interesting. And you will actually bend time. So much will happen in such a short period of time. But you will be totally prepared for it every step of the way. Every step of the way. Now, we're not just talking about Jackie. We're actually talking about all of you at the same time. You are on different wavelengths or different stages in your evolution but you've all done the same thing in your own way. In the non-physical, each one of you is this magnificent being that inspires others to expand themselves by taking a trip into physical reality. And you said to all of them, I will be here for you. I will be here for you. I will be here for you. And you give them a little piece of you so you can have that same vibration and link up at a later date if you are on the same vibrational level. But all of you, are moving towards this more magnificence. You want to be comfortable because you have this fear of loss. You want to be safe because you have this fear of rejection. You want to make sure every, all your ducks in a row because you have this ridiculous fear of failure. But you can't fail. You can't be rejected and you cannot lose anything. Why not? Because you're literally the creator of this reality that you call your reality. Yes, it's for everyone and we've all been playing it small and now it's time well when you say you've been playing it small we have to address the fact that no one has ever played it this big mm, that's right that's right so it's a Amen. perspective thing from your perspective yeah. you have an ideal what that looks like and you say oh this person that's out there with these many followers and this many views and these many people paying attention, this many people showing up to events, that person is up here. 
No. But now you know exactly. (laughs) No. Because you somehow created a connection to the truth of that thing that you thought was real. Mm -hmm. And found out, oh my God, that's down here. I'm already up here. Can you imagine now with so much less fear and so much less effort and struggle and so much less suffering and so much less so much less dissatisfaction with just ease and joy if that can become what you think is this and noticing what that's attracting you can become that without any effort and attract at this level not attract those in fear who are in trauma who think they're victims but those who are seeking to find themselves in love and acceptance. You're lighting up those who will light up others, who will light up others, who will light up others. And it will be a mass effect on the planet. It'll be a a radical effect on the planet. And it's happening quicker than you can imagine. So you're not playing it small or playing it safe. You're actually doing everything more powerfully, more effectively, more easily, more effortlessly than you ever imagined would be possible. You're actually more inspiring than you ever imagined you would be. You're actually doing exponentially more than you thought you would. Your awakening period has been much shorter than you ever thought possible. The fact is that all of you are assuming that you could be at other levels. But you have to understand that you can only go at the speed. There is no rush. There's nowhere to go. All you're really doing is having a new perception of yourself that's more empowering. With a more empowering perception of yourself, you'll receive more inspiration. It'll be easier for you to move through fear to act on the inspiration. And you're acting on so much more inspiration than you ever imagined. It gets easier and easier and easier. The clarity comes and information comes and limiting beliefs start to lose their intensity because all those limiting beliefs are are beliefs without enough information and you're gaining all this new information. This new information that has never been possible before because the vibration that one has to rise to to receive the inspiration, that vibration has not really existed before. And so... Now is this time where the planet is in the universe is the time where the other planets are in the universe. This is the time. And this time is the fruition of all the fear that's ever been explored before. Coming to the top of the mountain, climbing up that mountain, climbing up at the very beginning, climbing up the mountain when everyone was really in fear. Well, that's the toughest part. Just getting started, just even believing you could climb the mountain. And so now more and more climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain. They've been climbing the mountain for lifetimes. And now you're at the top of this mountain. You're ready to cross over. And then you're just going to ski down the other side into something brand new based in love. Thank you. Who's next? Autumn, go ahead with your question. Then we'll get to Krista's. So I have been having for several months in my morning writing this. Initially, it was May 2023 coming to me. And then it became May 23rd, 2023. And I keep going, well, what is this? And I'm not getting a clear answer or a symbol. Um, It feels like it's a birthing of something. And I asked, is it a child? Is it a birthing of an idea? Is it an awakening? Is it something larger with humanity? Can you maybe shed some light? Because it comes to me every single day. As you awaken to who you are, as you realize you're the creator of your reality, as you really realize that you're connected to your inner self, to source, to your guidance supporters, as you realize that all wisdom comes through you, from source, through you, everything you need to do whatever you need to do on your journey of self-discovery is coming from within. Mm-hmm. You're able to receive these thoughts now. So you're at the, at the stage to say, oh, this is interesting. May 2023. Oh, May 23rd, 2023. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You ask what it is and you can't get the answer. Why not? Well, imagine you have inspiration coming to you, but you have limiting beliefs. The inspiration says, move to Paris and you have limiting beliefs. Well, I'll miss my family. And so the inspiration comes and you can't really act. Now, imagine if it said, move to Mars. 
you wouldn't even get that inspiration, you see, because your limiting beliefs say, not possible to go to Mars. So the inspiration can't even come through. Even if the inspiration was simply, okay, move to Mars, what would that look like? Oh, well, let's see where Mars is, how far it is. That's the inspiration, just to take that little action. As you process limiting beliefs, as you get open, as you become more neutral, calm, have more trust and faith in the wisdom that's coming through you, play with it more, talk to others who are having similar experiences, let it go, let it go. You don't need the answer. You don't need anything. Everything is available with them. This is just a thought. May 23rd, 2023, that's interesting. May 23rd, 523, 2023. What does that up to? What does that mean? That adds up to this. Let's look that up. What does that mean? Those numbers mean this. Okay, well, could it be a baby? That's about the right amount of time. That's possible. It could be that, but do we really want another baby? Does that make sense? We, we have issues going on and we have stuff up in the air and maybe there's not enough money. And so that's blocking what can come through because what if it did say, yes, you'll have a baby girl named Teresa born on May 23rd, 2023 at 1023. You'd freak out. And then you sort of have to say, okay, well, how is this going to happen? We'll have to, well, nine months from there, we'll have to do this. And, and you know, are we even going to do that? And, and do we need to do, you know, other stuff to get arrangements for it? Are we going to need to buy another house here? How's this all going to work? See, this is all these limiting beliefs that would stop you from getting that information. But somehow you're available to just the date because the date alone doesn't come with any attachments or any ideals. It's just a date. As you get more neutral, where you don't care what's po what could possibly happen, that date, it could be the date of my death. That's fine. If you got that neutral, then you get answers. Then you would actually get the answer and believe the answer and know the answer. You'd also know that that answer is for you. It's for your journey of self-discovery because everything that comes through this wisdom is to help you navigate this journey of self-discovery, this journey of awakening, to come to the understanding of who you are in the physical as you are in the non-physical. So what else is coming through? What other inspiration are you getting? What other beliefs are you modifying? How are you changing your mental construct? How are you seeing yourself now as compared to a year ago? How are you endeavoring to follow forward on your inspired path to answer the questions you've asked, to discover who you are, to express more love into your reality. As you do this, this, those thoughts will come all the time. You'll have much greater empathic abilities. You'll not doubt all these things, but you have to go through this process of letting these abilities come online and then going through this doubt process that everyone goes through. Gary went through it for years. Gary had this arc of, is this true? Are these just my thoughts? Oh, proof, a book's written. Oh, proof, another book's written. Oh, proof, could channel verbally. Oh, proof, amazing answers. Oh, proof, this, 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 and happened. Proof, 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 proof. Enough proof where his confidence level rose, his trust level rose, his faith level rose, his not needing to know how things are working out, being comfortable, his mental construct radically changing from the old approach to the new approach, from fear to more acceptance, more love. And then more powers came online, things he didn't know, things that were always there that he didn't realize. More abilities came online, more and more and more. more. Every time he raised his perception of himself, he was given more clarity. And with more clarity, he could see other abilities that he always had. He was inspired to do different things that, that helped him to see these things. So this wonderful date that you have in mind now, you get to play around with and ask the question, what's on this date? And as soon as you're able to receive the answer without being in fear, the answer will come. But if you're in fear, you don't want the answer to come because that would just cause inner conflict and stress and all that stuff. So until you're in a neutral state, just have fun with it. Don't think anything of it and be at ease with it or give up needing the answer. You've asked for the answer. A part of the answers come, but now you need to know more. The needing part of it is based in victimhood. If I don't have the answer, then I lack the answer. 
I need this answer in order to know what it is. I don't know what it is, therefore I lack the information. And so you block yourself off from the answer because you're not ready. Once you do what Rushna did with the tomatoes, I can just go to the store and buy tomatoes. I don't need a tomato plant. Tomato plant springs up. Once you don't need the answer, the answer will come to you. The minute you give up needing it to be there, the next minute it will come. Would you like us to tell you what it is? Yes, please. You're but I ready. know you won't. You're not <laughs> I have you don't been getting us. really big um, inspirations and I, I have been like chicken little with a lot of them because I, and then I, I feel like I have a comical relationship with my guides, which comes through in my, in my writing. Like, I feel like it, when I get to the non-physical, we'll be sitting at a bar joking about things. But so I, I get these big inspirations and then I kind of go, well, let's just do something little. Cause you don't have to like go do these big things. It, it's, it's an inner transformation. <laughs> um, and they've been coming like thick and fast, thick and fast. And some I've been doing right away and pushing past fear and others. I go, well, let me put a pen in it and let's circle back. So this is probably part of. Um, That's the best yeah. way to be. You don't care. It doesn't matter. I'll do it if I do it. Who cares? I'll do it if I do it. And they say, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Are you really into mm-hmm. it? Here's another one. Here's another one. And then you say, oh, I can't do it all. This is too much. Stop giving me all this inspiration. And then they laugh and laugh and laugh. Yes. So if you can laugh along with them, if you can have the drink with the bar, with them at the bar now in physical reality, you don't have to wait till you transition to non-physical. You can have fun with them now. Right. And when you give up caring, the moment you give up caring, mm-hmm. everything will come. Everything will come. It'll be so easy. But because you define yourself by how good you are and how witty you are and how smart you are and how good of a writer you are, that's your definition of self. Right. And if it came easy, you'd be like, anyone could do this. It's too easy. It doesn't mean anything. There's no effort or struggle or sweat or labor over this. Mm-hmm. It's too easy. It can't be any good if it's so easy. I need to rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. It can't just come out perfect the first draft. That's nonsense. That's never happened before. Except for all the best songs ever written come out in five minutes. All the best novels, the essence of them come out in five minutes and then expanded. All the best inventions come up in a spur of insight. It's all there. All you have to do is open the package and take it out and put it together. That's all it is. But it never means anything about you. It never defines you. (laughs) Take yourself out of the equation and just realize all this is, is a vessel. This is a vessel to flow infinite intelligence through you by the reason or for the reason of your specific idea of service. Like Jackie, you are this magnificent being in the non-physical. Magnificent, and you inspire all the others to come and try physical reality. And you said, I'm gonna come forth and I'm going to produce inspiring things because I'm going to be like I am in the physical as I am in the non-physical. In the non-physical, you're this magnificent ball of energy and inspiration. And you have come here to inspire those to move from fear to love your way. So all the talents you have and all the abilities you have and all the intelligence you have and the body you have and the friends you have and the mate you have and the children you have, all this is here to help you on that journey. You come to this level of awakening, and then you ask, how am I to be of service? Oh, all the stuff I love to do anyway? That's how I'd be of service? I don't have to donate a kidney or work at the homeless shelter. I can actually do what I'm passionate about doing, but instead of doing it my way, I can get out of my way and just Mm -hmm. let it come. Let it write itself and get out of the way. And if they don't like it, well, I got a little bit of limiting belief here. Little limiting belief. If it's not going to the right people, little limiting belief. If it's not making any money, little limiting belief. If it's not being made into a movie, little limiting belief. That's not it. You see, it's this practice that you want to do. Get in the inspiration, get out of the way, come to ease, let the information flow purely without you having to make it seem better than it is, 
adding your own little touches to it, or having, trying to figure out the ending of it, letting it tell its story through you, being the path of least resistance, and then letting whatever happens to it happen to it, going on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. The more you can do that is not effort and struggle, that is pure joy and pure fun. Well, you'll know this because when you're doing it in pure joy and pure fun, it's effortless. And when it's not effortless, when you don't want to do it, well, there's maybe a little fear there, but when, it's, when you're really trying to figure things out, well, you're getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Can you really trust that the stories have already been written and all you have to do is sit down and translate the thoughts one by one by one without knowing the ending or how everything's going to turn out or understanding it at all? You don't even have to, Gary didn't understand the book at all. A perception of reality. When he, he said, this doesn't make any sense at all. This does not make any sense. And he just kept writing, writing, writing. And other people said, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. And it wasn't until he, years later, reread it and reread it and reread it, that he got it. Oh, my God. This, everything that's in these entire teachings was in that first sentence. Everything is right. There's no wrong anywhere in the universe. Anything seen as wrong is from a limited perspective. From the higher perspective, whether that's after a bit of time or from the non-physical, everything is always, always right. That was always written. Beginning and end of the entire teachings. Right there. First sentence ever written. Couldn't be more profound. And somehow, he got out of the way. And it came through purely. You and all of you can do the exact same thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's amazing. Krista. Um, so I just uh, recently started to see Aura, and I'm wondering if the Aura is my soul and my soul is my Aura. What you see or perceive to be an Aura is always done through the lens of your perception of reality. Everything that you see is through this perception of this mental construct that you have. And so you're translating it based on your beliefs and desires and pre-birth intentions and perception of yourself and what you think is right and wrong and whether you're duality or neutrality, all this stuff is happening. So you are never seeing anything clearly because you're saying that's a tree and that's a house and that's a person over there and that's separate from me. So in that sense, you can't really see anything. If you understood who you were, if you understand that all of it is you, if you knew who you are in the physical as you know yourself in the non-physical, you would see a billion times more. More things will come. So when you start to see auras, that means that you're starting to see more of what's actually there. And when you're seeing the aura of another person, you could say, well, what I'm seeing is something that is not what I had normally seen in the past or what, not what, what other no- normal people quote unquote see, that I'm for somehow I've raised my vibration enough so that I can see more of who they are. In your case, you see auras. In someone else's case, they may see beauty or they may see potential or they may see possibilities or they may see excellence or magnificence or love within that person. So the aura that you see is one way to see who the person truly is. And that aura obviously changes based in their mood and the conditions and how they perceive themselves. So that aura then might be translated into a present time, present moment communication of how the person views themselves within the context of what's going on in their reality. So you're able to see a little bit more of that person. Now in the non-physical, you see everyone clearly through vibration. The vibration they're offering is communicated to you perfectly so you know every detail about that person and the fact that they're you and you're all one and all that stuff. In the physical, you could also know everyone perfectly as well, but you'd have to alter your mental construct in such a way that you understand yourself first. Once you understand yourself at a higher level, you'll be able to see everyone else at a higher level as well. So the aura might be translated as the truth of that person in the moment. And you are now opening up to such a high level that you're able to see the truth of that person by colors that are surrounding them or colors that you're perceiving yourself. And this is your form, the way you, your talent, your empathic ability opening up a certain specific empathic ability that you have is now being opened because you've raised your vibration. But of course, if you are still in duality, you will tend to say, oh, that aura, 
orange, that's not so good. They're not doing well. You might have judgments of their aura. To really clearly understand them, you want to get to a level of neutrality and acceptance. They are equal. They are having their experience. They are going through something in this moment. They are perceiving themselves in a certain way in this moment. And when I see that someone's perceived themselves as a victim in the moment, this is a color that I see. And when I perceive that someone is seeing themselves as more true, as more alive and awake, they have this certain color scheme going on. But you don't want to judge it. You don't want to say this is bad, this is good, this is better, this is worse. You just want to feel the feeling of love flowing through you in compassion and equality with everyone that you see. And just observe neutrally. Not try to change them, not try to wish anything was different, but just see who they are. When you do that, more will open up than just their aura. You'll start to see complexity within them, to see thoughts or to receive thoughts, to telepathically communicate, to visualize how they perceive themselves. All these different abilities are available to you and each of you in your own unique way, depending on what you chose, what talents and attributes you chose, chose to come in with. Notice that none of these talents will ever serve you if you're in fear. And this is why they're coming online now, because you're moving out of that fear, out of that illusion. The empathic abilities in fear really do not serve any purpose because they only get communicated through the lens of fear. If you had the ability to telepathically communicate with another person, receive their thoughts, and you were in fear, this would not serve you at all. It would drive you crazy. You wouldn't appreciate this whatsoever. If you got to a neutral place in love and acceptance and you received thoughts coming from other people, it would be interesting because you would detach yourself from the fear that they're feeling and you wouldn't call it a bad thing. Oh, it's just their exp exploration, you'd say to yourself. So as you are raising your vibration, all of you, all of these abilities to communicate to your inner selves, to receive messages, to see auras, to receive other beings coming to you that are giving you insights and awareness. All of this stuff comes online and it's natural. All you're doing is getting out of the fear. Once you get out of the fear, these abilities come, out, come online. If you'd like to refine this more, work on some more limiting beliefs. See yourself from a higher perspective. Give up needing to be any different than you are. Appreciate everything that you have going on right now. Allow your life to unfold without needing to go faster or slower. If you're feeling overwhelmed, then realize that's all based on limiting beliefs. You are this magnificent, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance here to understand more about who you are and how you serve. As this awareness predominates your life, be ready for all kinds of experiences to come online. All kinds of new friends, all kinds of new abilities, all kinds of new things happening, all kinds of new inspiration. All this is leading us to more and more and more. There's no need to be overwhelmed, but if you're in fear and all this more, if that was to come, which it would not come, but if it was to come, this overwhelmment would be a drain or a distraction from your journey of self-discovery. So it's only when you come out of that fear and only when you raise your vibration that all these wonderful things are happening. And all these wonderful things have been designed by you when you were ready. You are ready now, you're all ready now. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. Uh, I probably, th I think you can see how powerful that was and how deep it was and all the questions that were relating to that. It's fascinating to realize that we are so much more than we think we are. And we're living such limited lives because we don't understand who we are. So this idea is that we're coming down into physical reality as the representation of who we are in the non-physical but in a limited way. And so if we can remove those limitations, uh, you get more and more authentic, and then more of these natural abilities and powers come online, and I'm seeing it all over the place. It's amazing. People in the boot camp and in the Ascension experience, they're starting to have these abilities that they never knew they have. And I've started to find my own abilities that I never knew I had, too. And it makes so much sense in my life and why these things happen. It, you're, I'm getting so much clarity now, and so is everyone else, to see how this thing really works and who we really are and to break free of these self-imposed limitations we all have. This is the work of raising your vibration and really all we're doing is raising that vibration and coming out of fear 
And when we come out of fear, we see the truth. We see more of the truth, at least. And boy, it makes life so much easier. If you're having any, you know, worry and doubt or anxiety and, you know, regret or resentment about the past, that stuff fades away. When you start coming out of this, you know, fear-based state we're all in and start seeing who you really are, all that stuff fades away and you become so much calmer and neutral and things don't bother you so much, even though you're more emotionally sensitive. It's really this amazing thing. So I would suggest trying the seven-day course and then looking at the Ascension experience and, and seeing where you are. And if you have any questions about that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll get together and I'll explain how this all works. But we've been doing this now, the boot camp and the Ascension experience for three years now. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing how everyone comes through a transformational process and every single person becomes easier and clearer and calmer and just they don't have that worry and doubt anymore and they don't have that anxiety about the future. It just fades away. It's really amazing. And imagine living a life where you don't, you're not in worry all the time and you're not in doubt and you're not having all these manifestation events all the time and you're seeing things more clearer. There's nothing else like it. So I hope you'll take a look at the website and play around with that and see what you want to do. And of course, send me an email if you like. And thanks again for being here. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. We really, really, really appreciate everything you do. There's no ads on this podcast. Uh, this podcast is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're breaking into the top 100 of most countries in their listings. And that's pretty big. Uh, and it's only going to grow from here with your support. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Bye.